You're listening to Confessions of a Grieving Mother by Emma's Footprints. Each week, we will be bringing you stories to give you a real look on what families go through after they experience a pregnancy or infant loss. Our goal is to help educate, support, and break the stigma around this topic. Be prepared for tears and laughter as we remember our babies. This is going to be real, raw, and vulnerable, so get your boots on. It's going to be messy. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to Confessions of a Grieving Mother. I am Tracy, Emma's mom. And I'm Julie, Gus's mom. And in the studio, we have with us Tika. Hi, Tika. Hi. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Tika. <laughs> Hi, Julie. Tika, Tracy, and Julie here. So, um, I need a T name. Tika, uh, Tracy, and Tuli. Tuli. <laughs> That's too good. I don't know how we just got there, but I like it. We arrived. Okay, so we, Julie. Yes. Tuli. No, it's actually Tuli, Tuli. but anyways, go on. Awful. We, <laughs> <laughs> we, our podcast is to, we tell stories, yes. family loss stories, yes. you know, moms and dads. Um, and I don't know if we ever really talk about our mission. No, we actually don't. And, and also <laughs> to that point, we, didn't we just have a conversation? Like we should probably have a podcast about like what our mission what it is that we do yeah because we don't just have this podcast right and we might have touched on it yeah we may like have episode one yeah with Kristen. how they got started right yeah you know co-founder bestie and then my story and yeah. i think we've just we've just been for three seasons okay tracy so in like i'm not even going to limit you sentences but in a minute less than a minute tell us what emma's mission is and how we Let's go, see if be I can nail go my beyond speech. the mission. Right. Okay. So my elevator speech is we provide financial assistance. I'm not laughing. She is laughing. <laughs> Compassion and guidance and emotional support to families that have experienced a pregnancy or infant loss. So that's a high level. Yep. What does that mean? You're yeah. asking. Bring it down. In your car. So financial assistance, we pay for funerals, cremations, headstones, urns, counseling, and care packages for those families from an early term pregnancy loss through stillbirth up until if the baby is 12 months old, so a year. So that is what our mission expenses go, go to. towards. And we work people then, the follow-up question when I tell people what we do, well, how do you raise money? We work our butts off yeah. to raise money mm-hmm. so that we can say yes to every grieving family that calls. Mm-hmm. And we have pulled this off for, this is our eighth year of the organization mm-hmm. just my, my bigger than my dreams could ever have fathomed yeah. eight years ago yeah so and um, how many families have you said yes to over 1500 yeah wow well and, that's it you know in the first year it was six months and there were like 10 families i yeah. mean so it's just exponentially sure just even over the last three you know two three four years um so that is in this podcast has been amazing because it's allowed us to share our families mm-hmm. that we have helped most of them yep tell their story mm-hmm. talk about their baby you know we've gotten to meet them gotten to form relationships with them and, and not just tell us because it's like we know it's right it's nice that emma's as an emma's organization we know their stories maybe through how we've helped them support group but also how it's different to share your story mm-hmm. with others. It's another piece to the healing yeah. journey. And like, so I'm like sidetracked. Mm, squirrel. <laughs> okay. <totally>. Um, 
Um, it's really nice after sharing your story on a podcast, right? That I can direct people to my podcast yes. episode. Because it's like I've told my story how many times and that's great. But sometimes as a grieving parent, you don't have it in you. So it's like, right. you know what? Why don't you just refer to. Right. And then, one. you know, to play off that point is I to tell Emma's story, right, includes mm-hmm. my pregnancy mm-hmm. and her death. But like, that's not what she is to me. Right. At 14 years in. Right. right? And, and, but I still want to talk about her. Right. So I think it takes those like awkward mm-hmm. questions out from the initial conversation of, well, what happened? And, mm-hmm. you know, and just moves to like, okay, so you have a son named Gus mm-hmm. and you can go from there. Right. Not like, well, what happened? And right. how was it? And where were you? And right. weren't you, you know, yeah. you know those yeah. awkward yeah. kind of conversations mm-hmm. that usually don't end well so right. it allows the mom and dad to tell their story from their point of view right um kind of honor you know I mean, we ask questions along the way but yeah okay back on the path okay here we are back on the path <laughs> so that is our mission that's our organization's mission mm-hmm. um s- starting this organization i never thought in my wildest dreams mm, that we would ever maybe consider trying to prevent a stillbirth or yeah. loss right once again enter you know tracy's little mind right um so tika is here in the studio so i met tika last summer mm-hmm. at uh in a backyard well wait i'm gonna pump the brakes for a minute okay. i'm gonna go dark for a second okay um for, for many 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 meetings ago right we sit in a board meeting and we talk about the back the back of Emma's footprints and mm-hmm. how we help families and this and that and what that looks like and the sickening thing that we don't share a whole lot about is what that is actually like mm-hmm. and how disturbing it is to hear these numbers come in like of course we want to help and that's what we want to take that away from a family and help them and do all the things but when we hear you know I don't know 26 families helped in one month it's like okay that's like a family every single day yeah. or yeah. yeah whatever that looks like right. so then then that sits down to like how does how does this happen how can we make it stop right this is ridiculous right. like it, at the end of the day it's yeah. ridiculous because it yeah it blows up a family yeah. and hearing stories of like oh okay well you know i'm not a doctor right and we're not medical mm-hmm. professionals mm-hmm. but they're you know when when sometimes you just feel like they just like throw their hands in there. Oh, right. we don't know why, or eh, uh, it just happens. That's a, like, uh, mm-hmm. Okay, that might be, be what it is at the end of the day. But as a lost mom, right? You, that's you not just that's not okay. No, that's not the end. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, is was was there something? And that's what we beat ourselves up about yeah. a lot. Was there something that could have been done at the end of the day? Sometimes, sometimes it's no. But what is it, Tika? Like I don't know. Sixty percent of the stillbirths are preventable. Yeah. I think that's something like that. Yeah, and that's sickening. Right. And when you're sitting that's around a meeting, tables. yeah. When you're sitting around a meeting and those numbers are put in front of you, it's pretty frustrating to right. watch and listen and know what the families are going through because right. you've been through it. So, right. okay, so that happens in board meetings. Yes. <laughs> so then Tracy meets Tika. I do. <laughs> and it's been on my heart to uh, somebody, somebody asked me the question once, do you want to serve more families or do you want to serve your families more? I was like, well, I don't, I don't want to serve another family. <laughs> How do we serve our families more? And looking at like our African-American mamas, mm-hmm. uh, no, serving serving them with, with the funeral expenses, you know, mm-hmm. the, the cremation, the counseling, or um, I'm sorry, like 
the headstones urns, but noticing, oh, I don't see those mamas in support group, mm-hmm. or I don't see those mamas utilizing our counselor, Pam. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we serve those mamas better? Mm-hmm. I don't want to serve another one. I want to serve right. the ones we've already helped in a, in a more complete way. Right. So that was on my heart, um, and I didn't know what to do with that. And then meeting, meet, met Tika in the backyard a little pool party of Amanda <laughs> Burlingham's house last summer. Um, and so, Tika, you are a doula. Why don't you kind of give us a little background of who you are and what you're doing here? So, <laughs> what I'm doing here. <laughs> We're not sure. Just walked in. Just walked up in here. We forced what her in here. Doing? Um, so, my name is Tika, and I am a birth doula, and I'm also a certified lactation counselor. Um, when I met Tracy, I had just had this amazing experience in which uh, the organization that I work with previously had just trained um, nine uh, women of color to be doulas. Um, When I became a doula, it was a lot of money and it was Mm -hmm. a lot of time um, that I had to take away from my family. So it's not very accessible for a lot of women. So Mm -hmm. I was serving as a doula for uh, the Erie School District's parenting program. um, And I was coming alongside some uh, young ladies and young men uh, who were expecting babies and I would uh, serve as their birth doula, but I was the only one. And <laughs> there were lots of babies to attend to. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for those listeners that are like, what is a doula? Because yeah. I, I tried to tell, I don't know, a fellow this once, and he said, <laughs> Abdullah? <laughs> <laughs> okay, nope, A, space, doula. Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you that story before? <laughs> Too late. No. no. Get out of here. I got to back all the way up. It is not Abdullah. (laughs) Nope. You missed that one. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. So, like, a doula is a non medical professional um, that kind of comes alongside a woman and and really a family to help a mother kind of have the birth um, experience that she uh, anticipates Mm -hmm. um, to the best of their ability. I don't do any. Um, blood pressures or cervical checks. I just kind of come alongside and, and You're like an I, awesome coach. Yeah, and I and I equate myself to like a labor coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so we come alongside moms and we uh, do some. You know, we build a re- uh, a relationship with them prior to because you you know you don't just meet your coach on the first on the day of right, the game. Right. You have to uh, practice with them. Mm-hmm. So we offer uh, some educational things and lots of moms educate themselves. We kind of come alongside and say. Uh, okay, what are you going to do with this in your pregnancy? Um, lots of moms currently are, are very, you know, we're all on the internet, we're all engaged in, in every, all social media, so we hear a lot. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times our clients will come through uh, through to us and say, is this stuff true? Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. my, they can my, really check my it with you. My auntie told me this. Right. <laughs> um, so we go through the information that she receives and her family receives and kind of help her create a birth preferences plan so that she can have the birth um, that she anticipates because I know when I was having babies, those doctor's appointments are super quick. Yeah. Um, they have to see a lot of patients mm-hmm. and I had a lot of questions and yeah. I forgot them all the second I walked into yeah. the doctor's office. Uh, so we kind of prep. Our- you empower the moms. Yeah. I love that yeah. about yeah. what you do. Yeah. Because I feel like even if I had a question, I'm my personality is like, well, I don't want to bother them. Or yeah. I know they're really busy, so eh, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And with, especially with, uh, I'm, I can, I can speak for myself. I'm super intimidated by a person in a position of, of authority. So mm-hmm. when my white 
doctor in his white coat said, you have to have an epidural. You have to have, I, I just said, yep, you're right. Because mm-hmm. you know what you're talking about. And mm-hmm. I don't. This is my first baby and I have no idea what I'm talking about. But the magic, the magic of doulas mm-hmm. is like that it. we <laughs> give moms, we, we advocate for moms to become self-advocates for themselves yeah. and their babies and in spaces that we're not traditionally advocating for ourselves for. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of like a practice run for you being a mom. Um, because you're giving yourself the permission to speak out for yourself and speak up for yourself. Yeah. So that's a lot of what doulas do, um, just to kind of uh, facilitate that for moms and give them the, the permission, really, to be like, ask him a question. Mm-hmm. Ask this lady a question. If you don't understand it, tell her to tell you again. Explain it to you. Right. So, and I think a, a big misconception is that the doula replaces dad or, you know, yeah, or, no. or, or grandma. <laughs> you should have seen Tika's no. face just now. She's no. Like, no, no way. We doula everybody. We are, <laughs> I always say to the dads, I'm going to doula you too. Yeah. And we help those people, your support people that are come that love you because, you know, you're not, you don't love me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I care for you, but I don't love you and I'm not that person for you. So we, we help those people help you better yeah. because they haven't been there. Like I've been through at least 30 births. Right. Your husband or your boyfriend or your mom has not. Yeah. So I've been in those spaces before. So I help that person help you better. Um, and a lot of times a good doodle kind of just fade in the background and, you know, all, except for the just pictures. just can watch the whole room, you know, yeah. and read and, the whole room. Yep. And, and, and that's what helps that uh, mother have a positive birth experience yeah. because birth is, is a lot of work. Yeah. And um, everybody in that room is working. So we kind of help that work be more efficient and yeah. effective between the, the medical staff and your support people and, and the mom. Yeah. I mean, listen, when I gave birth to Jackson, my oldest, my husband, he cute. Hmm. <laughs> he was really nervous. He was eating popsicles over me. He was so nervous. I was like, get your popsicle. I can't have a popsicle. He was eating soup. He was like cleaning out that fridge Listen, outside. Mike Swanson. <laughs> oh, my god. He gosh. was flipping through the college basketball games while eating over me. I'm like, what? You're not helpful. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so. And like they, in their defense, they don't they know what don't to do. Know what to right. do. Yes. right. Like they, they, I mean, we don't, obviously. No. We don't, we don't, we're not given a choice. We're just right. in labor. But. Right. Um, so it's not replacing, it's no. just enhancing, yeah. you know, that your team in there. Yeah. And yeah. so that w- it would have been great to know what a doula was and have mm-hmm. a doula. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ken did fantastic. I'm just going to say it right now. <laughs> oh, well done, Ken. <laughs> he, did, he did great. But after we had our, you know, after we had our babies and we've had, we've had four babies, um, he said, it's hard for me. It was the hardest thing in the world for me to sit there and watch you go through that. And yeah. I couldn't mm-hmm. do anything about right. it. And I didn't think of it from that perspective because I'm the one going through it but to look at the person that you love the most in pain that you can't sure, do nothing right. about yeah um, it's hard on them too so I, I really try to encourage the the men to get involved and rubber back there and do this she doesn't want me rubbing her you rubber right and that but helps you direct that, them and yeah. guide them and, and they feel more comfortable and that because they become better advocates for their wives and their mm-hmm. babies as well mm-hmm. yeah so just to watch that kind of blossom in that room is, is amazing it's it's beautiful yeah and when I met you I was like, oh my gosh, this is I feel like what I've been praying for, and I was like, oh maybe we can provide doulas to moms that are pregnant with their rainbow baby, yeah. Because we get a lot of yeah serve the families, you know, they get pregnant after that, and then they reach back out to us because they're anxious and mm-hmm. they're nervous and they're scared because it didn't go well last time. Yeah, sure. I was like, ooh, to be able to provide just that that coach that you can bounce things off of, mm-hmm. um, you know, but it's blown up into way more than that. Yeah. Yeah, So we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back to talk about how it's blown up. (laughs) We hope you are enjoying this podcast. If you would like more information on Emma's footprints, 
please visit our website at emmasfootprints.com. To all of the families on their grief journey, we see you, we support you, and we remember your babies. You are not alone. And we're back. <laughs> okay, so um, you meet Tika in the summer of what was last, it? Twenty twenty. Last year, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So much has mm-hmm. happened. I know. Fire hose of yeah. Fun. So you meet Tika and you guys talk it out, right? Is that how it went? I remember Tika showing up at a board meeting and just kind of talking <laughs> it to us about a year ago. You were that your first board meeting was September. Oh wow! I saw pictures. Gracious. Yes. Are we having cake tonight? Oh, we should. We have a board meeting tonight. <laughs> That's a great idea. Okay. Anyways, go on. Well, I also kind of just kind of threw this on the board. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Well, this. yeah. I mean, she just presented basically. Yeah. I um, said, you have to listen to her. Yeah. And like, we need to work together. Mm-hmm. And we, there's, there's no, like the, the time was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I, and I think what happened was when I, when I stormed the boardroom. Um, <laughs> I loved it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I, th- and I think I was crying too. Yeah. It was just comforting to know that there were people that were doing the work that you do because I, Tracy and we had uh, I had learned about Tracy and Emma's footprints through her serving some of our um, clients when I worked for the school district and they and Emma's footprints provided a means for these mm-hmm. these moms to celebrate their babies in a way that they wouldn't have had otherwise so mm-hmm. I was just happy to be in that room sure. and then they asked me to say something and I was like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> so jazz <laughs> And it was just she dropped the mic. It was just, <laughs> she did, and and it was just an opportunity to kind of share with if there is an opportunity for us to save some of these babies, mm-hmm. right? And like Tracy has said, I'd rather pay for a doula mm-hmm. than a funeral. Yep. Um, I just kind of got on, got along, got I understood that, and mm-hmm. I felt that, and I saw the opportunity to kind of serve uh, those that were least likely to get a doula. Mm-hmm. When I was having my babies, I couldn't afford a doula, um, and and if you are an African-American or a per- person of color and you walk into those um, those uh, those uh, exam rooms and the delivery room, you feel you're usually the only one of your mm-hmm. color there and you feel like you're on an island and you don't and you're not sure if people understand you. And having a doula is that is that looks like you, a representational sure. person that looks like you and, and knows uh, your your path and where you came from. And, and I li- I've been in the area all my life. Um, having that person in your corner elevates your pregnancy and it elevates your oper- your your birth for you because it gives you the opportunity to, to kind of stand in the space and that's what I do a lot. I tell my my people that ask me what do I do. I'm often like just a witness, mm-hmm, yeah. like I witness for that mom and that family so that they can have the opportunity to ask questions like why are you doing that? What does this mean if I don't do this? Do I have to do that? So just to give those moms the opportunity to pause and ask a question um, was something that I was looking to do Mm -hmm. especially with with moms that were expecting rainbow babies Mm -hmm. because they have so many questions and they're terrified in in most cases Mm -hmm. about what could happen is is this the same thing that happened and just having a doula in that space as a you know delivering your rainbow baby can give you some kind of a uh, like a piece right because I'm sure they didn't ask like most moms don't ask those questions they just don't we don't Mm-mm. you know mm-hmm. um unless somebody gives you the permission or somebody had shown yeah. you the way yep. so you know you don't even know to though right. correct yeah like, i mean let's be pretty honest it's like you get pregnant and it's just like yeah. like whoa you're just being told <laughs> kind of what to all do all these things you don't really know your body is changing and let's face it a lot of families are more like 
what gender am I having? How mm-hmm. am I going to do a baby shower? How am I going to do this? And then they don't really focus on the nitty gritty of what right. is actually happening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. And I've learned. I mean, I didn't know any of that. Yeah. In any of my four pregnancies. No. I mean, I do. Hi. Well, because yeah. <laughs> you hang around us now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. But just giving the families, you know, that you should know this is yeah. your body. Yeah. Um, and every, you know, I've had four pregnancies. Every pregnancy was different. Yeah, so just absolutely. because you've given birth once doesn't yep. mean it's going to be, be the, the same, same thing mm-hmm. next time or the time right. after. Mm-hmm. And so you need help people to help navigate you mm-hmm. and bounce ideas off you. Mm-hmm. And so, so, yeah, we approached the board and I said, we're going to pay for some doulas. <laughs> we're going to do this. <laughs> we're going to doula this. <laughs> yeah. And then you guys, uh, because we had the parenting program had facilitated the training Mm -hmm. but when you become a doula uh there's a certification process that's expensive as well you have to pay for um various other modules that you have to do online you got to pay for the books you got to pay for um, the insurance uh and then you have to pay for um membership and and the certification packet and send the certification packet in and that is a hardship for a lot of people was a hardship for me Mm -hmm. um so Tra- Tracy approached the board with, with paying for, uh, was it three? We did three at first, just kind of like a, pri- a pilot project to pay for those those doulas to get. Oh, the three um, doulas yeah. and to doula nine moms. Yep. And to, for them to, because you needed to do the three uh, certification births. Right. So you paid for, uh, Irma's Footprints paid for those moms, those doulas to have that opportunity in addition to like a small stipend because- mm-hmm. A lot of time, you're not going to be a rich doula right. ever, uh, <laughs> ever. So, um, breaking news, yeah, <laughs> ever. Rich um, in ever. treasures in heaven, but yes, yes but <laughs> not your bank account. Yeah, we yeah. don't do it for that. Um, thankfully, because so uh, usually when you're going through your certification births, you do it for free, mm-hmm. and you're still incurring expenses of of taking off work, um, driving back and forth, Even like to parking, parking and meals, meals and, and all those things. Mm-hmm. So so Emma's was nice enough to give every time our moms our doula served they would give them a stipend in addition to paying for all the the um paper paperwork paper. and all that yep. stuff so we were able to do nine moms through the money that um emma's provided us and then we just kind of kept growing and then we officially hired tika in january yeah as our director of prevention yeah that's a big that's a big title that's to big live deal. up to. I know. And then that's okay, can we deal. just this story is it's beautiful and tragic. So the day we announce mm. your on on our socials <laughs> that you know, write up this thing. We have this new member and track this is our new A, it's a new arm of our organization. Right. You know, we have a new employee, a new, you know What's the new arm? Tika. The director of prevention. Mm-hmm. The director of prevention, the preventative With prevention arm. Prevention arm. Yes, I was gonna say Birthroot Community Doula Alliance. Oh, the, yes, we it, it's named the Birthroot Community Doula Alliance, and um, under Emma's footprints, I'm the director of prevention. And then on the very first day, I took I had a photo shoot. It was very fancy. Um, Thanks, Rachie. We showed you around the office. Yeah, showed me around the office. <laughs> I felt very. Important. You did not know what you were getting yourself into. And then the no, pho- you did and then not. The phone rang. <laughs> yes, so uh, our our bat phone rang. Um, I don't know what that means. The bat phone, thank you, Tuli, is the <laughs> the phone number um, people call when they have a loss. Yeah. And our director of bereavement, Amanda Burke, we named the phone because it's it's, it's just it's, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. 
it's, it's like a signal happens yeah. in the sky of like a family needs us. And yeah. So we call it the bat phone. So the, that phone rang. Amanda answered. And it was a, a nurse or social worker from the local hospital. And there was a loss. Yeah. And the nurse had just seen our announcement. Mm-hmm. And it was an African-American family. Mm-hmm. And so they, I mean, Amanda called me and said, hey, can we, uh, can we send Tika in? <laughs> like, well. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to, she can Day say one. no, but yeah. yeah. Did you clock in? <laughs> Hour one yeah. is, um, hey, I mean, I, ca- I called yeah. you and y- you could have said no, but you know what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, y- yeah. y- even though you don't know what you're doing, you're you're here for it. Yeah, absolutely. So we sent her to the hospital. And that was my first experience. And then she put in her letter of information. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did not Just sign kidding. up for this. I put that in my delete pile, so <laughs> I didn't even open it. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. But so you walked in the hospital and. And it actually happened to be a mom that I had worked with prior to. Yeah. And I kind of just fell in the bed with her. Um, she had experienced a traumatic. All losses are traumatic. Sure. But this was a, probably especially traumatic um, because she was expecting her to be induced uh, the following she day. Was full term. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she lost her baby. Um, and I kind of just fell in the bed with her and we, we I hugged her and she cried in my arms and. I did not know what I was doing yeah. as far as that was concerned, but I just wanted to be there for her. Yeah. Um, and that's what I did for the next two or three days, um, just visiting her and with her baby and with her uh, fiance as they kind of s- said goodbye to their son. Mm-hmm. Um, you went to the funeral? I went to the funeral. Uh, and I kind of learned on the, on the job training of, of what all that Emma's does. I've seen it from you know, from the peripheral. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like front and center and uh, helping the mom make those decisions about what she was going to do with her, her, her son and how relieved her family was. Mm-hmm. Um, they still send me text messages. Um, I got invited to the, the six month celebration of his life. Um, they are kind of loving on her and, and dad and her, his big brother. Um, continuously because it's a continual sure. thing um, and I just kind of got to be a part of that yeah you're a huge part of her story yeah now. and Definitely. she's a huge part of mine yeah um, I still have his memorial card on my desk at home and and you know I do a lot of things in memory of him mm-hmm. and I do and I work so that um, I can be a, of service to to his memory right I, I mean it's still when I when we retell that story and I think about it I mean uh, for all of that to come together Right, and the, the fact that you had birthed her, her living child, mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. a couple years ago, yeah. and then here you yeah, are. Yeah, I mean, you didn't know what you were walking into. You no, had no right? idea. You who had the no was. idea. Who I didn't know who the family was. When she said her name, when Amanda told okay. me her okay. name, you were I, like, I, maybe. I, I said no. I have to. Uh, that yeah, was because okay. I was like, oh, I don't think I'm ready for that. And then yeah. she said her name, and I was like, I'm going. Yeah. Um. So I made all the arrangements. Um, batting down the, the hatches at home um, because it's a lot when a doula walks out yeah. of the house. Yeah. It's, it's, I, you know, I have all back. these family. Yeah, I'll, I'll see you when I see you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and this was an experience that I hadn't had yet because it was, especially because it was her. Because sure. I had a, a relationship with her and her, and her uh, fiance mm-hmm. um, previously. It was ex- yeah. Like what a game changer. I'm just thinking, that that I like, w- I you know, there. yeah, as that mama, right? And I don't, I don't know what they had told her mm-hmm. or like, as far as like, oh, we're gonna call him his footprints. Maybe I don't know if they said your name. No. I don't know that end of it, you know. But yeah. just for Tika's, you know, to walk in that room, where you know, just even a live birth, you just make these 
-hmm. It's just a connection, right? right? right. So you had already been there and done that and served her. So for her, a familiar face to walk Mm -hmm. in the room at such a tragic time. Yeah. Because it was, was COVID a thing? Yep. Because they weren't letting anyone else in there except for doulas. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, um, yeah. yeah, had it not it just been brings me, to me tears. coming in, mm-hmm. I mean, her, yeah, like her mom couldn't be there, um, her aunt, her aunties couldn't be there, because I was a doula. I was a, I was permitted in that room. Yeah, and so as tragic as that is, I mean, it's so beautiful at the same time. And yeah. like you said earlier, you know, I I would rather pay for a doula than a funeral. And like yeah. you get that statement, you know, yeah, you've seen, you've seen kind of all aspects of of that world yeah so I think you can answer this question but if for the people that are not local and are interested in a doula how do you go about even finding a doula good question that is a good question um I think you can you can google things okay um, Dona International has like a, a a doula finder okay um there's other organizations uh that that make mm-hmm. that provide the training for doulas uh, that have listings. Okay. Um, so you can, I would just Google it. I know like when I was, um, I, I Googled doula here to see who I would come up with and it came up with uh, other doulas, mm-hmm. other doula organizations. Around here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just doulas near me. Yeah. Okay. That's, you're probably right. I'm just like, you know, but I like that. I wouldn't have yeah. thought that until you asked that. You're welcome. I just know Tika. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't get a lot of our, we, I've only gotten so far one referral from um, from somebody Googling doulas, most of our referrals are word of mouth and okay. from, from providers and, and women we've already doula. Okay. So then let's jump to that. Let's jump to how many how many um, babies has birth, birth root had? We have had. had, had. They're all ours. Yes. They're yeah. all, they're, yeah. <laughs> Currently. I claim all birthing. of them. Um, and they're beautiful. Um, we have doulaed uh, 17 moms so far. And then we have... Um, gosh 10 more uh, moms slated to uh, for us to doula them between now and january wow. and we're you know we still have space for for more moms yeah we were blessed with uh f- funding um from the erie women's foundation and the erie community foundation um and other groups Hammond health foundation Hammond health foundation so that we can uh doula um more women uh in in erie so that's, that's awesome. And so, I mean, just to piggyback on that a little bit, the so we're providing, these are basically all black doulas. Correct. And we're doulaing black mamas. Yes. Because in Erie County, where we live, the rate of black babies that are dying is four times greater than white babies. So mm. that, t- I mean, I know Tika's four heart. Four times greater. Yeah. And it's doubled in the last eight years. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it was, um, Yeah. I mean, this you're is right. a number at the board meeting that you're like, why? Mm-hmm. Right. Why? What? Where? It's a it's a complicated problem. Yeah, it is. It's a, totally. It's a lot. Um, it is. Not, I'm not looking for an answer. Right. No. I'm just. And it's not just. Well, people are asking that question. Yeah. Too. So, and, and I don't have the answer to yeah. why. Mm-hmm. Um, what we do, what we can do to to keep it from happening. If, mm-hmm. it's, if it's additional support um, during pregnancy, prenatal, so you understand what's going on and you can ask the questions and you kind of command attention mm-hmm. in, with your providers. Um, if it's you uh, being able to speak up for yourself in the in the labor and delivery suite, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's all those things that uh, kind of work toward moms having a positive birth experience. And that to me and to Emma's is from uh, prenatally until you deliver your baby and to 12 months. Right, up until a year. So we're trying to 
defeat and, and bring down, reduce those numbers and yeah. in, in ways and in, in tangible ways of providing resources and connections to resources right. in addition to dual support. Right. And, and I know your heart is, I mean, it'd be great to offer doulas to any mom that wanted, but, Absolutely. We, but we, we're starting here. Absolutely. Starting here. I believe every woman who wants a doula should have a doula. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Tracy said, because the, the statistics are so awful i don't even know i don't even have a better word for that Mm -hmm. um they're so awful we have to start with the women that are and the babies that are mostly affected Mm -hmm. um and really once we improve the rates of how our marginalized our black and brown moms deliver then all the rates are going to go up right erie county's rate doesn't have to be as low as it is but the 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 number is so far askewed because that our black babies are dying at a greater rate than our than any other babies are right yeah, yeah. and so we're trying to do something about it that's right and i can't to wait to have tika back on in a year from now so she can tell us how many like families recap. and babies she's I'm had yes. because tracy started with how many the first year was 10 <laughs> the, the 10 10 families yeah oh, okay cool yeah and now we're at 1500 okay <laughs> this <Wow>. is fun <laughs> uh tika get a nap yeah <laughs> hydrate stretch yeah. <laughs> But this work, I mean, it's it's um, exhausting and it's hard, um, but it's needed. It's needed. It's very necessary. And, you know, not many people are doing it. Yeah. So we were created for such a time as this. Absolutely. So it is a blessing to have met you and to be working with you yep. and uh, on this frontline army. I'm glad you feel that way because I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Feel the we same. love you. <laughs> so, okay, listeners, wow, that went by really fast. Yeah. Um, if anybody has any questions or wants to get involved, you know, or yeah. reach out to Tika, I mean, we're looking for more doulas. Absolutely. If you're in Erie, um, or if if not, if you're in Texas and you're like, I wanna, I wanna do that, find somebody, yeah, you know, where you live, um, yeah. because that uh, we're seeing this is this is taking a charge. Like yeah, there's absolutely. momentum gaining. Yeah. You quickly know, yeah for our black and brown mamas yeah and standing uh, up for and them and there are a lot of organizations that uh, aren't necessarily providing free doulas but a lot of people provide doulas on a sliding scale mm-hmm. insurance is different now so it's a lot different than when i was having my babies okay. 12 years ago um but there's there's opportunities all over yeah. the united states to find a doula even if it's someone that just finished their training and they want to uh, get their certification, that's an opportunity for you to get a doula at a discounted rate right. or free. Right. Yeah. So just look around. Um, if you need anything, you can you can you know let reach out to me reach and I out. can yeah. And or if you want to be a doula, if you want to get involved, so you know if you're Absolutely. like I'm done having babies, but I want to help. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Go We're here. Us. Yeah. <laughs> we need we need some more words. So um, thank you for listening to today's uh, Confessions of a Grieving Mother, and we will be back next week. Hey, surprise, listeners. Surprise. We love surprises. Uh, It is one of my life's goals. I know. You love love giving them. You love receiving them. You're all about surprises. I really am. So surprise, we're back uh, with a little bonus episode. Last week, we heard Ashley's story about Joey, Joey being Joey's mama. And um, we just heard Tika and talk about her role as a doula mm-hmm. in our community. And so we wanted to tag this bonus episode on because Ashley is now a certified bereavement doula. Get it, girl. Yeah. Talk to us about how that started. Where did you hear of it? Because, I mean, again, 
her last week, you're a doer and you show up mm-hmm. and you dive in. Mm-hmm. And so you had told me you had started it. I we did, I didn't suggest it to you. You were like already halfway you're through like, the program. Wait a second. I already I already <laughs> applied. I already got accepted. I'm already doing the thing. So so how did that how did that happen? Um so again, like I said last week, for the whole purpose and the pain type of deal, it was something that I knew a couple of the other other Emma's moms did. And so I just looked into it and mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm doing that. Add and to cart. Yeah, add to cart certification. Done. <laughs> um so I, honestly, it was I was just sitting there one evening at home and I was just looking it up and I was like, I'm doing this. Like, why why shouldn't I do this? Like, yeah. I'm already helping Emma's out. So why not just add to that even more? Yeah, mm-hmm. take it one step further. Yeah, take it one step further. So it was really just a spur of the moment decision that I decided that night that I was going to go through with it. Did you chat with JJ about that? No, <laughs> I just did it. Good girl, that's something I would do. Um would you what what do you do for a living so do they tie in at all no no cool (laughs) no I don't know what you do for a living no not at all so I work for the United States Senate oh my gosh yeah (laughs) nope nope um and no doesn't tie in by any means but after losing Joey I find a lot of this sounds so weird to say, but I find a lot of joy in helping other moms that yeah. go through what I have and mm-hmm. that I can help guide them like other Emma's moms were, yeah. were there for me. And I find it, it makes me feel better. And it makes, again, that purpose and the pain, like mm-hmm. I'm Joey's giving me the outlet to be able to do this. Now. That's how you right. are parenting him. Yeah. And yeah. you can totally tell you love this. Yes. Yeah. And, it, and when I meet a mom, you know, that we've met and helped and they're like, oh yeah, Ashley reached out to me. I'm like, of course she did. Yeah. <laughs> Love her. Yeah. So no. it's, 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 a, you can tell it is, it it's is a good. joy in your yeah. life. And it takes a special person to mm-hmm. be that person. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just be honest about that. I mean. It's not like this is a happy no, it's topic really to deal and with day in and day when out. When you have your loss at the very beginning, you remember how bad it is. Mm-hmm. So to be that person for somebody is really really special it really is it's a calling Mm -hmm. okay so you added still birthday to your cart so we train our doulas and a bereavement doulas Mm -hmm. the program still birthday Mm -hmm. so um, birthday still birthday yes okay yep yep dot 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 com com org sorry Heidi (laughs) sorry sorry Heidi (laughs) okay so um what is what did that look like what did that training look like so it was eight weeks of material to learn Mm -hmm. um so it's not even just bereavement but it's your normal doula as well Mm -hmm. um so live birth different techniques with that uh so it's eight weeks course of training after each training or after each um course there was an exam at the end of the training and then you had to do a book review, two book reviews, and then also a community project where you pretty much just gather information that mm-hmm. would be useful to be able to provide to other um, lost families or parents or mothers just going through a, a normal natural birth as well. Okay. So, yeah. I can... Was it difficult? Was it, I mean, obviously, it, you're it's, yeah. a whole bunch of new learning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it. I would say when I really had to dive deep into the actual bereavement part of it, mm-hmm. I did have to take a step back at one point because it, it is, it's very hard hitting. I mean, yeah. you're reading all of these things that you've experienced that I've experienced yep. and it's like, okay, like this is real. But in the back of my mind, I just kept saying, I'm going to be able to help others. Right. And that's truly what got me through it. Yeah. And you just got your certification. Yes. How long ago? Oh, 
come on a month ago i would say now high five yeah yeah high five on that month ago and um i actually tried to so now you you're you're a legit birth doula she's like yes. week one she's like where's ashley i need her that actually happened that did happen <laughs> that did happen on september 30th not funny we got a call from yeah. the hospital our local hospital with a, a loss mm-hmm. a 34 week loss um the mom had said, I want to talk to somebody that's been through this. Yeah. Right. So the L and D nurses call us, which I love that. Yeah. I love the whole scenario. Um, and my first thought was, Ashley's ready. She yep. just got her yep. certification and I'm going to deploy her. <laughs> She's gone. Darn daytime job. Yeah. She kind of got in, in the way. Yeah. She was in meetings. <laughs> Couldn't go. But wow, I connected wow. with the mom anyways you did. afterwards. You did. So yeah. it all yeah. worked out. Yeah. I had the privilege and honor of yes. going in there um, into that situation. Um, and another fellow. So in Erie, we have, so now Ashley, um, Megan Slater, mm-hmm. who's been on an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Amanda Burke moved. Yep. She's but now she in Latrobe. Um, and we have Christy Bolte, who lives a little bit further, mm-hmm. maybe like an hour away from the hospital. Um, so I love, I love that we can offer that yeah. as part of our service. Yeah. yeah. I'm a service. And so we could deploy. And it's, it's such a, uh, when I went in, um, and you would have experienced this, and you will when you go in, allowing... Like the nurses are doing their job, yeah. taking care of mom, right? And emotionally, I could be there. And Megan Slater actually helped me. We tag team this, which we should do that again every time. Yeah. Um, well, it's know. so heavy. It is. It's and a lot. Mom and dad and grandma were in the room. Yeah. yeah. And and I'm only one person. Right. You know. So when when Megan got there, she was um, actually taking a test for nursing school. So yeah. when she got there, I had been there for maybe an hour, but. Um, we could do our job emotionally with them yep. and answer, to sit with them, answer their questions, right. hug them, feed them, you know, all the yeah. things mm-hmm. that you learn, uh, yep. how to be, a, Help you know, mm-hmm. I mean, a doula is, is like a, a coach, right? We just heard Tika right. talk yeah. all about what a doula is. And, yeah. and so the bereavement doula <clears throat> does that if the baby died, yeah. right? Yeah. So you still need that love, that support, encouragement. Yep. You need to eat. You need to, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. all the mm-hmm. things. Um, so and just to be that extra resource mm-hmm. as well, because mm-hmm. going into it, they the nurses throw so much at you like paperwork that needs to be done and things that need to be filled out and it's nice to also have that other person in there to walk you through it right yeah yeah and figure it out because they have a really important job to do yeah you know the doctor's coming in and Mm explain like everyone's doing their job yeah and we're just a piece Mm -hmm. of we can be a piece of that yeah just Mm -hmm. to take that weight and that burden off of that family like the littlest thing can make such a big impact and i i think um first of all i think just the word doula more people are understanding what that means mm-hmm. yeah you know in a live birth situation and so bereavement doula yeah we have to speak it and shout it louder yes. yeah um, because you know if you like step back and you look at that situation right okay you go in there's no heartbeat and then if somebody's telling you do you want this stranger to come in and yeah you know emotionally support you they're gonna be like no right right exactly if you don't know what a doula is or bereavement doula mm-hmm. and, and now you're in shock because yeah. there's no heartbeat why would you want a random stranger coming in exactly yeah. but yeah. it's if you're educated on what we actually do and what a bereavement does, doula does, mm-hmm. um, then I, you would be raising mm-hmm. your hand and saying, I need that. Yes. I need somebody that's been there, you know, gone through that yep. um, certification to help me. Yeah. Yeah. And, so. and not even just as it's happening, but also mm-hmm. the postpartum of mm-hmm. it all as well. I mean, yeah. everything else that it entails too. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm just wait, where are you? To deploy Snap. you, yeah, yes. for Ashley. <laughs> you need me? Give me a call, right? Yes. Um, Send me an email. <laughs> do you have it, Ashley? M, Ashley M. 
at, at emma's, emma's footprints. Dot com. She has yeah. her own email now. Yeah. So you can't, you can't send me an email. <laughs> you can yes. email her. We'll hook you up with her. Um, thanks, Ash, for sharing yes. your story last week. Yeah, um, of course. Thank again, you, guys. Finding the purpose in the pain and doula, bereavement doula. You mm-hmm. are trained. I'm so trained. Call, call her. Email me. <laughs> yes. Thanks, listeners. And we'll be back next week with another episode of Confessions of a Grieving Mother.